0: Hi, I'm Gemma Hunt. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Church of England. In this series, I'm sharing inspiring stories from Christian communities across the UK, plus ideas on how you can take them forward in your own part of the world. This podcast has been created to inspire and encourage you to take a little time to reflect on generosity. Generosity is at the heart of our faith and the generosity we show is testament to our lived out faith and our generous God. If you found this series at harvest time, many of us will already be coming together to share generosity in our churches, Christian communities and beyond. But wherever and whenever this finds you, the message is the same. You can live generously right now. St. Peter's Shared Church at Stoke Hill serves an area of Guildford with a diverse and complex community. Today we are meeting some truly remarkable people who have been generously sharing their skills, time and energy to help local people get back on their feet after crisis. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, they have been helping to feed struggling families whilst they find a way forward through tough times. What's more, the care and kindness offered by those who can afford to donate is finding itself rewarded in the amazing stories of individuals and families who are continuing this legacy in their own kindnesses, spreading the word to others who also need a helping hand, not a handout. Kirsten Rosalind Smith is Vicar of St Peter's Shared Church and one of the leadership team on Stoke Community Support.
1: So we are in Stoke Ward which is one of the more deprived wards of Guildford. In some of our schools we've got quite a high level of workless families. There's a lot of people who do zero hours contracts. There's a high level of people on universal credit. Although things are hard, there are some good things, but there are also some things that people would like to see change as well. The gap between the privileged and less
0: privileged is wide here.
1: Kirsten says the people
0: are resilient locally, and although it isn't always easy, it's a great place to live. Peter Curran is chair of Stoke Community Support. He's also a member of nearby St John's Church, and has been able to use his skills to make a difference.
2: There's quite a lot of families who lost jobs because of Covid and that put them under a lot of pressure. Some of these families also had children at the schools where they were getting free school meals and that all stopped when the schools stopped so you know they kind of food poverty kicked in pretty quickly for some of those families. You know we saw that need and we got together as two churches and a number of the local schools and we decided to try and help you know, give a helping hand, really, to help meet some of that need. My, in my normal job, I work with development agencies overseas, like Oxfam and Fund. I've done emergency humanitarian projects and things overseas. I never thought I'd be doing one in my own country, which is what we've really been doing, really. It's been a, an emergency response. We had our first meeting on 23rd of March last year. Within three weeks, we'd set up an infrastructure, a food supply, the processes, safeguarding policies and organisation and we did our first delivery on the 9th of April and from then on we've delivered meals every week for the last year and a half.
0: In response to the Covid-19 crisis, the food cupboard at the church expanded into a large food delivery scheme and four freezers. Stoke community support went from supporting 40 families to 190 families at the peak of the pandemic. This was all thanks to generous donations from organisations, charities, businesses and individuals. We joined the team on a busy Thursday delivery day.
1: Well what you can see here today is there are four freezers full of food. You get a delivery every, every Thursday morning from Cook and there's food from Tesco's. Carol calls out the, the code of the family and that's the other thing. Everything's coded so that it's safe, safeguarding-wise, and um, GDPR and all those sorts of things. And uh, so they call those out, and then the the type of food is pulled out from the from the freezer, and rechecked, and then put in the bags.
2: It gets boxed in cool boxes, and when the delivery drivers come, they will pick those up. There'll probably be four or five families to go and deliver to. We deliver the food to the door. And we do it kind of Uber style, so you know, they knock, they step back, check how the family is, say hello, say where, where we're from. It's sort of a no-contact delivery, basically, to keep, keep everyone, everyone safe. We've got a, a committed team of about 40 people now. On any one day, we have a shift of about eight or nine drivers. They will come and work most of the afternoon delivering the meals and the packing team normally five or six. Behind this we have some people doing administration, fundraising, publicity, managing the referrals with the families, with the referrers that refer the families, managing the volunteer team and the rotors and things. So quite a lot of paddling going on sort of behind the scenes, but most of the activity happens on a Thursday.
0: We chatted to some of the team. As boxes flew out of the door with drivers, Leslie was stationed at the freezers.
1: First of all, I came in to do the delivery. That was about 11 o'clock. Put everything in
3: the freezers, and then 12 o'clock we all started doing the packing. So I, my job is to put all the meals onto the table over there, and then they're put
1: into bags. i would recently retired, right near lockdown, and I thought well, I'd really like to do that just to help, you know, other people in the community. Uh, and also, it's been a, you know, life saver for me to come out once a week and have a bit of routine in the week. So I've really enjoyed it. And I've got to know people, you know, people from the church, people
3: from other churches. So it's been a real bonus to me. Carol is behind the highly organised system. When you think about the volume of meals that we're giving out every week, we've had to be really efficient. But also the bit that I do that's really crucial is watching the allergies and watching what we give to the families. And we've got some very strange allergies and requests, but we try really hard. So um, I also do all the ordering. So I do the ordering from Cook and I also order in the meals that we use from Tesco's at the moment as well. So kind of I'm balancing the needs of the families, um, trying to give them the meals that suit them best and we've got some families that only have microwaves, don't have ovens and things like that. I'm really proud to be a part of it, it's been, been fantastic and it's a great team. You know, it was great to be able to do something really positive in the community. I think our volunteer team demonstrate that generosity, the way they've given of their time freely. Nothing's been too much trouble, but also so cheerfully. I think they've just, you know, they've given above and beyond. Being not frightened to come out in a pandemic and being prepared to do this sort of work for more vulnerable people and people less fortunate themselves, I think it's just incredible. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really proud to have been part of that. It's great how
0: much the volunteers have also got out of
3: their taking part in the project.
0: Peter and Kirsten have seen generosity in many forms, from the local restaurants and services that have given food donations and prepared meals, to the individuals themselves who want to give onwards.
2: There's been a lot of generosity from people giving money to support the project, so individual giving and institutions giving grants, so we've had a lot of Probably raised about £80,000 so far for the project. And then, as you say, a lot of generosity in terms of the volunteers. We're totally voluntary. Nobody gets paid for any of this. So a lot of people giving their time. Some people have been with us volunteering since the beginning, haven't they, every every week. Yeah, so that, a lot of generosity there, yeah. There's
1: probably some little, small examples of generosity. I know, for example, there's a family in our church who are not well off themselves and struggle. And one of the first things they did was put a tenner in that's a drop in the ocean of, of 80 grand, but actually they paid for another family to have some meals and that just makes a huge difference. And it's, it's actually saying generosity is for everybody, no matter what your background or what your income is, it's, it's about what's in your heart and what you want to do. And sometimes when you get help, then you want to be able to help others. And it's, and it's that sense of that onward giving, that, that um, culture of gift. You know, there's a, another family I know on the estate who another member of their family was really suffering and having trouble with job loss and everything. So they gave a portion of their food that we were giving them to, to the member of their family. And then were able to be brave enough to say, can I personally refer this person? And can I refer my neighbour who's struggling? And I think that's one of the things about generosity, is that it, it becomes infectious. And if people get that it isn't like a charitable handout, but they can have a part in it, that just makes all the difference in the world. And I think that's, that's something that's really blessed me. And I think it's really worth saying, Peter, that like, your generosity of the time that you have given to this is just immense and that's just been such a powerful witness to generosity and I know you do way way more than you ever admit you do and more than um more than a full-time job quite frankly and (laughs) I think that kind of generosity comes out of a heart of gift and giving and I I think that is just really beautiful a beautiful witness to your faith and your heart for people
2: Mm. thank thank you that was very kind
0: The team has also realised that the good the service delivers is much more than food itself, but sustenance for those who are socially isolated. Kirsten likes to hand deliver packages locally so that she can have that face-to-face chat we've all come to cherish so deeply this year. Being able to check up on our communities is another way Kirsten feels we can all continue to live and give generously
1: people want to give back because it's a bit like um the whole thing about gratitude isn't it some people say faith is knowing who to thank and actually we all want to give thanks for what we've been given and sometimes giving back is like giving back to god and and that's what generosity is when we talk about giving to church as well isn't it it's that giving out of what we've been given back as a gift and and that's just really powerful
2: we had one family we were delivering meals for for about six months and and then you know they got job came back and their income came back and they sent us such a hugely lovely letter saying you know you really helped us through this time and a whole bag full of chocolates and sweets and everything for all the volunteers and you know and it was kind of a you know it's just such a nice nice gesture back and now we're okay thank you you know and that was really nice One lady said, you know, this is the highlight of my month because she doesn't see anybody, you know. Once a month, one of our volunteers comes and gives her a package of food, has a little chat.
0: What incredible things can be achieved when we all work together in generosity? It was those existing relationships with local schools and the family centre that allowed Stoke community support to grow so successfully and help people during the crisis. But another benefit that has come out of the project is a new network of relationships that have care of the community at their heart. From new lines of communication with the local council, agencies and organisations, right down to individual relationships, new projects are being born from the links established here. Everyone in the scheme really wanted to help the people using it to build independence to get back on their feet. Even if the service was only needed for a short time, even if the service was only needed for a short time, giving food for today and faith for tomorrow has made the difference to many families. The stories of recipients wanting to continue the cycle of generosity only goes to show that when you give whatever you give, your gift can grow immeasurably.
1: God is a generous God, and there's always more and there's always abundance. And in a way, it's an overflow, like you're saying, you know, when you get something as a gift, you want to give back, and it's that giving, that flow from God, really.
0: How can a generous action you can do? grow into something bigger. Have you ever stood in a coffee shop and noticed how people who walk in with their heads stooped can walk out beaming with a few nice words from the barista? Come on, I'm sure that's not only me in my local cafe. (laughs) Generosity doesn't have to cost you money. You can give kindness or ask someone how they're doing and it only takes a moment. Of course, the amazing work of the team at Stoke Community Support wouldn't have been able to happen without the businesses, charities, organisations, restaurants and local community, who all gave financial donations and food donations too. Are you part of an organisation that could team up to make a difference? Regardless of the pandemic, there are gaps between privileged and less privileged which continue to exist. In a place like Stoke in Guildford, rich and poor live alongside each other, sharing the same green spaces, the same sunshine and clouds each day. Peter was woken up to the needs in his own community by the crisis and continues to serve through the organisation. What about your community? Where are people most in need? Are there problems you didn't notice before? How can you give time or a donation? To support those in need. It might be that you want to give long-term to a charity or perhaps your neighbour is having a hard time and could do with a few hot meals or someone to talk to. A helping hand gives others the dignity to pull themselves up and give onwards themselves and what generosity could be more worthwhile than that? You can find more inspiration, ideas and materials to live generously on our website www.churchofengland.org slash generosityweek. There you'll find more podcasts about the wonderful generosity in our church communities, as well as daily reflections and activities to help you live out God's generosity in your own life. I'm Gemma Hunt. Thank you for listening.
3: God bless.